Hello everyone, and welcome to The Believer's Take, where we take a spiritual look at movies and video games. To give you guys kind of an introduction on who I am, and what we'll be discussing, my name is Isaiah Dawkins. I have a affinity for movies. I love video games, but over the years when I truly started to dedicate myself as a believer, I started to see that these movies are more than what I saw them to be initially. That there are messages, that there are important things to take away from these films. But I was so busy looking at the worldly things that I didn't find until recently. Really look at these films and these different types of media and see them with that spiritual eye. So I want to make a podcast about it. And today, for our first episode going to be talking about Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. This one of those films that does not need much of an introduction. It came out in 2018. Definitely one of the best animated films that has ever been made. Uh, it stars Shameik Moore, Haley Steinfeld, and a multitude of other people. That have made that make this film what it is, and some of the messages that I got from it was number one: we all have a calling. We all have something that we are destined to be, but sometimes it takes the worst circumstances. And sometimes the accidents that happen in life for us to see them. We spend so much time searching and trying to figure out what are we going to do? What do we want to do? I have to make money. I have to do this. I have to do that. But until we're thrown in it, like Miles was... We won't step up to the plate. And as believers, as non-believers, as just people in general. It's okay to just dive right in it. It's scary at first. It's terrifying. But it's a leap of faith. Even if that faith is as small as a mustard seed, it's enough faith to get you through. Enough faith for you to work and go forward in the things that either you desire to do or God has called you to do. To kind of give a brief synopsis of Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse. So, Miles Morales, 
is a is a middle school. It's hard to tell because it it, lo- it literally looks like a college, but middle school kid who lives more in a more urban, more hood type neighborhood, and he gets selected to go to the school for gifted minds. He doesn't want to go because he feels like he's leaving his home behind. He's leaving the people that he knows, his neighborhood, he's leaving it all behind to go to this school that he doesn't really want to be at. But... He's just a fun-loving kid, two two parents, and he's just, he's a really good kid, and one day, he's out with his Uncle Aaron, and he gets bit by a radioactive spider. The next morning, he wakes up, and he's like, what is going on? Have I gotten taller? Why can I hear voices in my head? Like, he's starting to get the abilities of Spider-Man. So, as time goes on, he runs into the Spider-Man from the intro of the film. And he basically, they have a Spider-Sense reaction to one another. Where he's like, whoa, you're, I thought I was the only one. So then he's like, okay, you know what, I'm going to show you the ropes. I'm going to teach you a few things on how to be Spider-Man. So, in the midst of this, Spider-Man is currently fighting the Green Goblin and the Prowler. And they are following the rule and order of Kingpin, who is trying to bring his family back through what is called a Collider, which allows you to go into different dimensions and pull someone or something from that said dimension. And after Green Goblin drop Spidey down towards the collider it fuses and hits his face causing a dimensional rift to open up into the spider-verse and all that goes down Miles jumps to go and make sure that that spider-man is okay and he tells him hey I need you to fix this. Promise me that you will do this for me. And next thing you know, the Kingpin kills Spider-Man. Devastated and seeing it all right in front of his face. Miles runs home and feels nothing but sorrow as he holds the USB key in his possession. Funerals following and Miles decides, hey, I'm going to step up and be Spider-Man. So after a couple of funny attempts, he finally realizes, okay, this isn't for me. He's approached by who in the shadows. We don't know until his taser, I'll call it taser webs, his electricity reacts and knocks out Peter B. Parker. Who is a Spider-Man from another universe? Although his universe isn't so bright and colorful. Because he tries a bunch of failed business deals. Him and Mary Jane are in the midst of a separation slash divorce. 
everything that could go wrong went wrong for this guy. So, his goal is, I'm just trying to get back home. The goal of Miles is he wants to fulfill the promise that he made. He kept, said he would make and keep for Peter Parker of that universe. So, they decide, alright, well, we're going to go do XYZ. We're going to find out a way to get this all restored. Across the way, they run into Spider-Gwen, who is a girl that was... That Miles had previously seen, but he did not, you know, at the time, there was no connection. But now, pieces are coming together. They go to Aunt May's house, and she's like, oh, you're Spider-Man from another dimension or another universe. So, that's when we meet Spider-Man Noir, played by Nicolas Cage, who was, ugh, he was made to be Spider-Man Noir. It's amazing. And Spider-Ham. As well as... Robo-Spider-Man. I, I, her name... I cannot think of at the top of my top of my head right now. But... Meets those three. So then they all decide... Hey, we're going to team up. So... A bunch of action. A bunch of different things ensue. And... In the midst of all of this... Miles loses his uncle Aaron, who he finds out is the Prowler from the beginning of the film. And a beautifully shot reveal. It's oh, it's amazing. It was gorgeous. And then from there, all Miles can do in that moment is run back to his dorm. And when he gets back to his dorm, he's there with the other Spider-Man. And Peter B. is the only one that actually comes in and talks to him. And he tells him, we're going to take care of it. We'll take care of it. We'll get it from here. But Miles says to him, but it's causing you guys to glitch. It'll kill you. He says, it doesn't matter. We've got all these worlds to save. And Miles gets angry. And he's like, I can do it. I can do it. But he tells him, you're not ready. And this is one of my favorite lines from the film. Is where Miles asks, he says, When will I know I'll, when will I know I'll be ready? And Peter B. Parker tells him, You don't know. It's a leap of faith. So, all the Spider-Men are outside this window and they hear the conversation. It's just devastating. Because he tells them, if you, if you're ready, on command, break out of these, break out of these ropes. Use your electricity and break out of these ropes. And he can't do it. And the disappointment on the face of all the other Spider-Men and women is saddening. So they leave him, and then his dad is on the is at the door of the actual dorm door, dorm room door, and he doesn't respond. Cause he's telling him, "Hey, you 
you know, he's trying to reach out to his son, especially because of what happened with Uncle Aaron. And he, Miles doesn't answer. But then his dad tells him, I love you. And it doesn't matter what you're doing, what's going on. I just want you to know that I'm here for you. I'm right here with you. He waits for a response back. But Miles remains silent. I mean, he's got his mouth is closed up, but he remains silent yet. And when he he walks away, but that awakens something in Miles. He thinks about everything. He thinks about what the Spider-Men have said. He thinks about what his dad has said. He thinks about what Uncle Aaron has said. And he takes all of that and he explodes out of those binds. And we get one of the greatest songs made that when I tell you it I'm getting chills just thinking about it then you start to hear what's up danger play but as it's playing you see him running to Aunt May's house you see him standing before the suit the first time he stood before the suit he couldn't fit it it wasn't he was below it but this time when he's in front of that suit He's eyes to mask. It matches him completely. And then you start hearing the song just continues to elevate and elevate and elevate. And he gets to that point where he's at the top of that building he was at the beginning. And he hears it one more time. It's a leap of faith. And he jumps. And when he jumps, it's almost as if the camera shows him rising. He's not falling. He's rising because he's rising to the occasion of being what he is called to be. And that is Spider-Man. And what I love about it is that's us oftentimes. Is that there's so much going on. We hear all this. We hear all that in our ears and then we finally decide boom I'm going to take that leap I'm going to take that step and that's all God asks of us is be willing to take that step or even in our lives in general we have to take a step we have to make a movement we have to make that jump and we don't know what's going to happen when we make that jump. We might fall flat. But then again, we might rise up. And succeed in the things that we want to do. But. I love this film immensely. And. I do have a couple of scriptures to tie into this film. And they all come from Philippians chapter 4, verses 11 through 13. Not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned 
in whatsoever state I am, therewith to be content. I know both how to be abased and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ that strengthened, which strengthened me. That's one thing is when we're pursuing the things that we want, we can be full, but we got to be hungry. We can never be satisfied. We have to continue to have that drive, continue to have that push. And whatever it is we're doing, I don't care if it's starting your business, if it's delivering a word, if it's praying for somebody, if it's taking a position at your job, whatever it is, we can abound in it. We can go forward in it because we can do all things through Christ, which strengthen us. It doesn't matter what the naysayers say. It didn't matter what the other Spider-Man said. It didn't matter what your uncle said. It doesn't matter what your father says. What matters is what God says about you. And whoever is listening to this, you can do anything. Don't let anyone tell you different. Go forth and take that leap of faith. And be who you were called to be. That is my podcast for today. Uh, the only thing I want to leave with you guys is a quick prayer. Um, Lord, as we come before you, I ask that you would give us all that strength. Give us all that faith. Be the weakness, be the strength in our weakness that we might go forth and do what you have called for us to do. That we go leaps and bounds above it all. But in everything, we want to keep you first and foremost. And we thank you in Jesus name. Amen. So. That is a wrap. Um, I will see you guys on the next episode. Be sure to follow the podcast. Send in your questions to the Believers Take Pod at gmail.com. And once again, we are doing films and video games. So if there's a game you're like, ooh. I'll see if I can find it, see if I can play it. If there's a film that you're like, ooh, I think there will be a message in that, I will more than likely check it out. A lot of the films I see, I'll just start to watch. And then as I get something, I make notes. And then next thing you know, here we are. So I'll see you guys next time. God bless and take care.